You are listening to the Moms Full Circle Podcast, a place for moms or moms-to-be to come together and support one another, laugh together, maybe cry together, ask your most random baby questions to judgment-free, and tune in to hear all things motherhood. As a mama myself, I know the importance of having a tribe to lean on during this wild ride. I hope this podcast will do that for you too. So grab a cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine, probably the video monitor too, and let's dive in. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Moms Full Circle podcast. Today I have Becca Donatel on the podcast. Becca is a certified prenatal and postnatal fitness specialist. She is the mama to three little boys and the wife to a football coach. Becca is just so down to earth and was such a nice personality to have on the podcast. She is very knowledgeable when it comes to prenatal exercise, postpartum recovery, lots of things about the pelvic floor and your deep core muscles, which can be, I think, really intricate, sometimes confusing things to talk about, but she has a way of putting them in really simple terms and easily understandable for everybody, even if you're not a fitness guru. So we had a great conversation today about really her experiences with all three of her pregnancies and how they varied from each other and the role that exercise played in especially her most recent pregnancy and her postpartum experience and what that's looked like for her recovery-wise. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. I'm going to link Becca's Instagram in the notes of this episode because she posts a lot of great ideas, especially for those core exercises for you to try out whether you are pregnant or postpartum anywhere in your postpartum journey really they could benefit you. If you guys follow me on social media, then you know that the Moms Full Circle workouts have launched. I've been working on this for a while and I am so excited to be able to offer to you guys a subscription-based program that's going to give you five new workouts every single week, an on-demand video library so that you can do these workouts wherever and whenever. I developed this program because I know the importance of having a community of moms to lean on and support each other and also prioritizing your own self-care. So I put those two things together to create this subscription that's going to give you the workouts and the consistency. It's going to give you the community so you can connect with other mamas. And then it's also going to give you that time to get your self-care in and fill up your own cup. So in the link to the show notes, you guys are going to find how you can subscribe to these workouts for just $14.99 a month and I hope to connect with you guys soon. All right. Hey, Becca, thank you so much for coming on the Moms Full Circle podcast today. I am excited to have you here with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So since you obviously know yourself best, I'm going to hand it right off to you, but why don't you just share a little bit more about you? I'll have just done like a brief intro on you, um, who you are, what you do, and kind of how you got to the place that you are now. Yeah. So my name is Becca Donatel. I am a prenatal, postnatal fitness specialist. Um, And what that means is that I get to help pregnant moms work out safely during their pregnancy. And then into the postpartum phase, I get to um, kind of help them rebuild their core from the inside out. Um, As you know, you were just pregnant that, uh, you know, you get stretched out and things get displaced for nine months. And it's actually the most important place for us to start. So that's kind of my job to help guide in in that way. Um, I am originally from Iowa and my husband is actually a football coach. So 
we kind of move all around the country. And um, right now we are currently living in California. Um, I have three little boys. Drake is three, Jack is two, and Bennett is six months. So I kind of have some experience in the <laughs> in the prenatal fitness world. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of a little bit about me. You had posted, um, I think it was on your Instagram, like showing you had like a little throwback thing and you were showing like how recently with every training camp that your husband's gone to, you've been like pregnant and then having a newborn at home. I'm like, oh my God, like it's just gotta be wild for you. I mean, I'm sure it's normal after three, but still. I mean, yeah, every kid definitely brings a lot more challenges. I'm, I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not. <laughs> but, um, you know, we make it work, and he goes back to work, and we kind of get in our own groove. And um, I definitely have to prioritize things in my life to um, make sure that, you know, if, if mom's happy, then everyone's happy. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, that's, you know, I have to – I'm sure we'll get into this later, but I have to – prioritize my workouts because that is one thing that really um, helps me mentally, helps me be the best version of myself. Um, you know, it's, it's my 30 minutes and my kids know that. So that's something that I choose to do every day that, that really helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, I need breaks sometimes too. And I think there's like this misconception that, you know, moms do it all. But I, I like I told you earlier that like, my kids, I send my two older boys to school three times a week for three hours, and I need that break for my sanity. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when you, when you need a break, you need a break, and um, I think that's healthy. And especially in your position when you need that break, like, it's not like you can tap out and have your husband take over for a couple of hours. Like, it's yeah. just you. So yeah. good for you for taking that time and making sure you're still getting it, even though your schedule is, you know, not ideal for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is pretty tough. He's gone at, you know, 530 and doesn't get home until 1030 and travels every other weekend. And um, it's a lot, but it also comes with a, with a lot of great things, you know. Oh, sure. And I'm sure, you know, it's fun for you and it's fun for the kids, but... I feel that my husband actually he owns a collegiate baseball league and a gym but the baseball league runs in the summer and I always joke that I'm a baseball widow like during that summer time but I mean we only have one at home and I'm just you know there's a lot more games there are and they're long (laughs) but you do you just you figure it out and you you're, you're right prioritizing that time for yourself is going to be huge in how you can show up for your kids and how you can be there for your kids, you know, day in and day out. So what does that look like for you? Like, did you feel like with your first, like you kind of had it down pat or is this something that's kind of evolved over time where you're prioritizing that time for yourself? Oh, it has definitely evolved over time. My first one, I was a hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I mean, we can talk about this later as well, but I feel like, you know, that was one of the reasons why I kind of got into this space because, you know, I've been an athlete my whole life. Um, I exercise has always been super important to me, but I didn't realize how important it was for my mental health, especially, um, until after I had my first, with my first two, really, I like didn't have fit pregnancies. Um, I was, exhausted and, and, you know, overwhelmed with, you know, just be, even being pregnant and the hormones and, um, I was 
terrified that I was going to hurt my child. I didn't know what was acceptable. I didn't know how intense I could work out. Mm-hmm. So my my once you know um, outlet for stress and my outlet for everything, I kind of like took that away from myself. And it was probably I mean love my first child with all my heart, but it was probably my worst pregnancy and my mm-hmm. worst postpartum journey. But I learned so much from it. Um, I was googling you know, workouts and Pinteresting workouts and it just became overwhelming and I had preeclampsia. So it was just, it was just the whole deal. So fast forward to my third pregnancy, I was like, I am not doing that again. I want to find out what is, you know, I'm not going to take away this outlet for myself. I want to know what is acceptable, what is safe, how hard I can work out, how much I can work out. Um, you know, all the things. Mm-hmm. So that's when I decided that I needed to go get educated, get certified. And then um, once I started learning, I felt like it was like word vomit. I like wanted everyone to know yep. because, <laughs> because of how like all women should know what they're able to do when they're pregnant. You are not sick. Mm-hmm. You can do this, you know, unless of course your doctor says you're not allowed to, but right. you know, you can, you can continue to do what you did before. And I don't think women know that. And, um, you know, just the frequently asked questions, like how much can I lift mm-hmm. and how hard can I work out? How high can I get my heart rate? And those are things that we should all know so that we can all continue to be healthy and, you know, yeah, be the best versions of our health. So, um, yeah, my, my third pregnancy, I felt like, um, it was my best pregnancy. It was my most enjoyable. And, you know, I was old. I'm older than my first mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be my, my worst pregnancy but it was my best yeah and I hardly had aches and pains um I didn't get preeclampsia which is huge because mm-hmm. you know once you get it once you're more likely to get it with subsequent pregnancies so yeah anyway I don't even the question what was but I went <laughs> off on a roll so I'm just <laughs> no you're good and I like like you mentioned you know with your first pregnancy you were so like nervous, like I don't want to hurt my baby and can I do this and can I do that? And I think like I was similar in that way when I was first pregnant. And then as you kind of educate yourself more, you try different things out, you realize like, A, that baby is pretty protected in there. And there are some things that you have to modify and change. Like burpees were my absolute favorite prior to pregnancy. So I just modified them. Like, we don't need to have our chest hit the floor the whole time. But you just, you you make it work. You're not this fragile person now. And it does make such a huge difference in the pregnancy. And I would imagine even postpartum, because I I mean, I don't have another experience to compare this to. But it really makes that difference after you've passed kind of your recovery period, getting back into your workouts again. Totally, totally. Um, well, you're on the, you're definitely doing the right thing by working out during your pregnancy. Um, I, I mean, the benefits, I mean, like we can, do you want to talk about the benefits? Yeah, no, absolutely. Dive into it. I feel like, you know, the first and foremost, the most important benefit is that it helps with your labor and delivery. I mean, it's like the hardest thing that you just went through it. So it's fresh in your mind, you know, labor and delivery is the hardest thing you're ever going to do as a woman. Yeah. And we don't train for it and we should, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, with like the endurance and the strength and I didn't know that while you're pregnant, you could actually still do core work. And I don't think anyone does, and maybe I'm late to the game, but um, I didn't with my first two. And the third, it made a huge difference with my delivery. And you know, um, 
your transverse abdominis, your one of your inner core muscles in your pelvic floor actually help push the baby out. So if you are, you know, strengthening that the entire time that you're pregnant, like it's, it's obviously going to help you, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, exercising while you're pregnant also helps with, um, improved sleep and increased energy and, um, lower rates of preeclampsia, gestational diabetes. It helps with appropriate weight gain. It, you know, mm -hmm. um, helps alleviate back pain. Just so many, so many things. Yeah. And then into your postpartum phase, it helps with your mood. It helps you. And I don't want to say like bounce back quicker because obviously that's not the reason to do it. But I mean, I think that, you know, being functional, having a functional core and a functional strong body is super important. Mm -hmm. And so it definitely helps with that and helps you kind of feel like yourself more quickly. And that's what I'm all about is feeling more like myself. And oh, yeah. See, hormones are the real deal. <laughs> well, and it's it's that time for you. Like if you take, I found if you take the pressure off of like, I'm not working out to lose weight, like sure that's going to happen over time. And that's a great, you know, side effect of it, but it's your you time. It's the 30 minutes that you get and it's going to improve your mood. It's going to give you some energy throughout the day. Like that I think is what makes it more sustainable rather than looking at like, have I lost fat yet? Totally, yeah, and you don't, and I feel like that's such a slow process anyway. I mean, my mom was always like, it takes nine months to grow a baby. Yeah. It's going to take nine months to feel like yourself, and yeah. that, she's totally right, you mm -hmm. know, like, it, does, it doesn't come off right away. Yeah. You've got skin for days, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might as well enjoy it, you know, and enjoy what it does for you mentally. Right, for sure. And so, like, for you personally, what does, what do workouts look like? for you with three kids at home and you know, your husband sometimes home, sometimes not like, how do you fit that in and, and prioritize that time for yourself? Uh, wow. It's, I mean, I want to say that it looks the same every day, but it doesn't. <laughs> my goal is always to wake up before my kids and, um, get all the things done and then work out. Um, but that happens maybe once a week. So if I don't do <laughs> it before my kids wake up, I do it during nap time. And um, only two of my kids nap, and that's sometimes. So I usually have, I always have Drake awake, my oldest, and maybe my second Jack. But um, they know that I explain to them that, you know, this is mommy's 30 minutes that I get to myself. All my other minutes are your minutes. <laughs> so, so you have to give me these 30 minutes. You can play quietly, but no asking for snacks, no asking for water. You know, I just make sure they're set up before I start mm -hmm. and I make it a priority and, and I do it. <laughs> and you even like, you sometimes, you sometimes have the boys in the background of your videos, whether they're running around and playing or they're trying to do what you're doing. Like yes. you just, <laughs> I, I love that. It, you know, that's, I mean, that's mom life. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun for them. Like, it's it's nice that they can sometimes be, you know, into it, and then they're getting exposed to it and all of that. So it's, like, kind of a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's important to – obviously, I think exercise is super important, but I think that it's good for your kids to have a role model. Oh, yeah. You know, that showing showing that they're putting their health first. Mm -hmm. So I, I want my, my children to do that. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Now – 
so if we kind of go back a little bit, we were starting to talk a little bit about in pregnancy, those benefits of exercise, and you started talking about that core work and how often you thought, I thought, I'm sure a lot of people think like you can't do anything with your core during pregnancy. It's kind of off limits. What's the point? So kind of walk us through like, what does that look like in pregnancy like is it that traditional core work or what's different about it and what are some kind of basic things that women that are pregnant could maybe start incorporating into their routines yeah yeah so um I think that when we think of core work we think of what you said traditional core work which is your six pack Mm -hmm. your abdominus muscle um but really when you're pregnant those muscles separate to the side to allow our belly to grow so we have all these other muscles inside it's called our inner core um, and those are the muscles that we kind of want to focus on when we're pregnant so um, one being the pelvic floor which is your innermost core muscle it um, kind of acts as a hammock for your internal organs and it also has a lot of pressure and weight because it holds your baby in mm-hmm. um, so it's super important to start strengthening that muscle and also your transverse abdominus, which is this muscle that wraps, it connects to your spine and wraps all the way around to the front of you, kind of like a corset holding you in. And those two, and your obliques, I suppose, are a good muscle to work. So those three muscles are good muscles that we should be focusing on when we're pregnant. Um, so how you do that is you first have to learn when you're pregnant how to engage everything at one time. And it's called deep core engagement. And it takes a lot of practice and it's, it's really not like anything cool and it's kind of you know it's not like (laughs) it's not something that's really cool so you have to practice it but once you get it down of how to engage when you're doing all your exercises then you're also working your core so the first step if you are pregnant is to learn how to engage your deep core Um, and I think there's um, sometimes there's like confusion of how to engage your pelvic floor your pelvic floor is essentially just doing a kegel or stopping the flow of urine is another example, or um, some people think of it like a jellyfish relaxing and then mm, sucking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you think of it as a hammock, the sides coming together. Um, it's like relaxing and engaging. So that is the first step of knowing how to engage your core when you're pregnant. And then you can add engaging your transverse abdominus. And I have all these things on my Instagram because it's kind of hard to explain, you know, with, with words. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, um, but I mean, any exercise that after you've engaged your, your core, um, any exercise that you can do oblique work, um, side planks, you know, with modifications and really there are so many core exercises you can do your traditional ones, as long as you modify Mm -hmm. as you, um, so that's one thing that I also teach on my Instagram and in my, my prenatal guide is how to. Um, modify for each trimester and modify for your body. Did I answer that question? Yeah, that no, that was that was okay. great. And <laughs> the way you talked about the pelvic floor, I know, and you said, you know, you got to have the visuals of it, but I struggle too because it's a muscle that you can't see. And it's a muscle that you're not that familiar with really up until pregnancy. And I struggled. So I actually, during pregnancy, I saw a pelvic floor therapist a few times. And it wasn't until they hooked up um, the ultrasound and I could see the muscle, like when I did a Kegel, that was like, I needed to see that because I was just like, I 
I have no idea. Like, I feel so disengaged to it. And then seeing it was just so helpful, but not everybody's able to do that. So the way you talked about, you know, the jellyfish, the hammock, like all these different um, comparisons Uh is probably hugely helpful to people because that's just such a hard muscle to activate. Totally is, yeah. I know, and everyone has a different cue, and I feel like you kind of have to practice it a few times, you know, and it's not someone, any, no one can help you with it. Like, right. you have to, like, really, you know, focus. You do. Engaging it, and um, another benefit that I forgot about is with the pelvic floor is I know a lot of women think, you know, after you have a baby that, like, peeing your pants is normal, and it's totally not normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so when, and I'm not saying that this is the cure for all, but, um, doing those pelvic floor exercises and working on your floor during pregnancy is going to help so much with urinary incontinence, with peeing your pants. Yeah. With And I've had three kids and I do not have that problem. Right. So, I mean, I'm like thanking the Lord, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I learned about it because that is just a problem that would be, I mean, being a woman and being in postpartum is hard enough and adding peeing your pants to the list is just... Oh, yeah. And it shouldn't be something that women just kind of brush to the side and say, well, it's because I had a kid, you know? Yeah. Yes. And generations before us, like, you know, my, my grandma, they think it's normal because they didn't have this information. So I think it's so important that we just share and get this out for all women. So everyone can benefit from it, you know? So what does that look like then in postpartum where, because we still want to keep working on our pelvic floor and... I mean, I know, like, from my own personal experience, I ended up having a C-section, which was not planned. And so not only kind of had the separation from pregnancy and all of that, but I basically was told, you know, at my six-week checkup, like, your pelvic floor is rocked right now. And it was just like, so I knew, like, getting back into it, I felt totally disconnected to any of my core muscles, to my pelvic floor. It was just like foreign to me and c-section or not c-section I mean I think a lot of women probably go through that in postpartum so what does that look like in your recovery is it different than what you did in your pregnancy as far as kind of rebuilding your core that way uh yeah so it does it looks different but um you actually you should ease into all exercise I you know when your doctor clears you and you feel up to it um and I think also that's important to touch on that you know if you're not feeling up to it don't push yourself everyone goes at different rates and with my first I was not ready to exercise until like three months Mm -hmm. and with Bennett my last I was ready to exercise right at my six-week mark Mm -hmm. so that's something I think is also important too everyone's journeys are different and that's okay because like you said like the c-sections and you know other things that happen during delivery um but yes it definitely looks different um you should definitely ease in to exercise, ease into your core work. Um, and I personally started with with my prenatal guide because I wanted to ease my body slowly into exercising and into rebuilding your core. I mean, as you know, you can't even do a sit-up after you've had a child. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> the back muscle, the rectus abdominis muscle is just, like, not functioning. Yeah. So you can't do traditional core exercises. So it forces you to do core exercises that you did when you were pregnant. So that's where I would start is core exercises that you did while you were pregnant until you feel strong enough, and then adding, adding, um, you know, progressing from there. Mm-hmm. Um 
I have some exercises on my Instagram that I think are super beneficial. Um, heel taps, that's something that I still, they're hard for me. Mm-hmm. And here I am six months postpartum. And I, I mean, when you focus on engaging your core, just like you did when you were pregnant and slow and could, uh, laying on your back and putting your knees bent at a 90 degree angle and slowly tapping one heel at mm-hmm. a time, that is just super tough yeah. for all postpartum women. Yeah. Um, so doing those types of exercises, I have a bunch more, but it's kind of hard to explain on here. Um, but doing those pelvic floor exercises daily or consistently, if you can't do them daily, fine, three times a week, whatever you can fit in, mm-hmm. I think it's super important um, to start there and then progressively adding more traditional core exercises when you feel when you feel up to it. And who would have thought, like, I mean, I know that, because fitness was a big part of my life before I was pregnant, yeah. too, and who would have thought that something like, you know, heel taps or, like, you have some exercises where you're holding a ball overhead and using that, too, to help you, like, who would have thought that that would be something that was so challenging for us, but I also so it. effective? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> and people who have not been pregnant are probably like, get out of here. Yeah. Like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I do this in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I remember, like, in even still, like you said, there's ones that are still hard for me, but, like, shaking after, like, two reps at the beginning, I'm like, oh, my Lord, like, this is going to be <laughs> quite wow. the journey. But you're right. You have to give yourself grace and, you know, do it when you can. And if it's two reps today and then next week you can do four reps, like, it'll it'll get there. But like you said, it took nine months to, to get where we were. So it's going to take time to recover too. And I honestly don't feel like myself until probably a year. Yeah. Like I feel like turn one, I'm like, okay, I kind of feel like myself. I got some of my strength back. My core feels good. You know, yeah. it takes time. And so we do, we have to give ourselves grace and society puts all these, this pressure on us to be, you know, all the things and all the things at one time. And it's just not realistic. So. It's not, it's not. Now, you touched on a little bit, you have a prenatal exercise guide. So talk a little bit about, like, you you did a little bit, but what's included in that? Kind of what was your reason for creating that? Yeah. So I kind of talked about it before, and I don't want to bore everyone, um, (laughs) but I I created it because of my experiences with my pregnancies and postpartum. I kind of said, like, the first two, I was, you know, had a lot of anxiety. I was always... um, worried about what I could, could not do, um, and I was Googling, is this safe, I was Pinteresting, asking my doctor, and I was tired of doing that, and when I did Pinterest and did Google, all I found was prenatal yoga, and mm-hmm. I'm not asking prenatal yoga, I think it's a good workout, but it's just not for me, and it's not, I, I just don't, yoga doesn't do a lot for me, so <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to continue my strength training routine, and um, so that's when I felt like I wanted to get educated, get certified, and put something on the market that was missing, which was a strength training guide for women who love to strength train but didn't know how, don't know how to do it during pregnancy. Yeah. So that was my reason for creating it and um, doing using the, the strength training platform. Um, so what's in my guide is. Um, you know, modifications for every trimester has a lot of frequently asked questions um, that women have regarding exercise when they're pregnant. Um, it is a guide that goes 
all three trimesters and it goes by your week of pregnancy. Okay. So you define your week and then there's your workouts for the week. Um, it includes pelvic floor work, um, core work, and there are upper body, lower body, full body workouts. They are less than 30 minutes, which are which is pre-pregnancy or pregnancy recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are pregnancy stretches. There's a dynamic warm-up. There's an exercise glossary. Um, That's awesome. And I love that you took that and you made it what you needed it to be because there's so many other women that are in that same boat that you're kind of handed your little pamphlet at your first appointment of pregnancy. And really all that it says in there is aim for 30 minutes a day of, you know, light to moderate workouts. And that's not taking into account, okay, what about somebody that was already really active before pregnancy and is very well versed in strength training like you were just talking about and you know what about all these other things about modifications and there's really no mention of the pelvic floor you know so I think that it's great that you made that platform and have you heard from like women and clients that have used it like are they kind of feeling the same way like thank god I found this yeah I mean I'm not I haven't really discussed a lot with the people who have, um, who've used it. I've gotten some reviews back, um, saying, you know, the workouts are really great. I love that I can, cause there's a, uh, beginner, intermediate and, um, advanced mm-hmm. levels. So you can kind of tailor it to what fits you. And so I've, I've heard that that's really great. And the core work and the, the pelvic floor work, um, yeah, so I, I think it's helping a lot of women. I hope it's helping a lot of women. That's my intention. Um, yeah. I'm, and I'm sure that it is because I'm, you know, I think back to probably years before, things like prenatal yoga were probably popular or even just yeah. walking in pregnancy. And there's nothing wrong with those things. But I think as fitness has evolved, there's so many more things available to us when it comes to exercise. So we need to evolve too. And, you know, everything doesn't just stop because you're pregnant. So what does it look like for us? Yes. And you have to do what's enjoyable to you. And everyone enjoys different forms of exercise. So absolutely. What works for you might not work for someone else, but I just felt like it was a need that needed to be met and um, put out there. Yeah. I love that. Well, as we kind of wrap up here, why don't you share, um, especially where people can find you on Instagram, because you talked a lot about the exercises that you put out there, and then um, kind of where to find your guide or get in touch with you. Yeah, that would be great. So my Instagram is at Becca Donatel, and um, I have a website. It is <laughs> BeccaDonatelFitness.com. Um, I also have a link in my bio for my exercise guide. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I feel like, I I mean, me, like fitness geek, I liked hearing all of this, but just the way you described things and really put it in simple comparative terms, I think is going to be so helpful to women, whether they are pregnant, looking to get pregnant, postpartum, anywhere in that, in that journey. Oh, good. Well, thank you. I really hope that it's helpful. And and, um, if anyone obviously has any questions, then I would love to love to help. So just reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Mom's Full Circle podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our new episodes. I'm always looking to expand my tribe, so please reach out. You can find me at Caroline underscore Prestano on social media. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll catch you in the next episode.